Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Book Broads. How are you, Alex? I'm doing great. How are you, Bailey? I am also doing great. I'm really excited to talk about our July book club pick, which is Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Q. Sutanto. And oh my gosh, we're just going to say off right off the bat that we love this, right? We love this book and we love this author who we got the chance to interview for this episode. She so graciously agreed to come on her podcast and we're so grateful she did because we loved talking to her. She was adorable and amazing and shed some light on a lot of our questions. So that was really fun. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to listen to our interview with her. But for now, we're just going to get into our general thoughts and our favorite parts and all the things we always do. Yes. So I just want to start off by saying that this book is such a a special and just unique gem. Totally. I I didn't know what I expected going into it, but I did not expect to be like, this is going to wow me and make me laugh as much as it did and shock me as much as it did. That's just for me. I don't know about you, but like I thoroughly enjoyed the reading experience this gave me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I remember when I was reading it, I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear Bailey's thoughts on this just because it's so different from anything that we've ever discussed on the podcast, yeah. but that I think also that like we've individually ever read. I think it's just so unique. And mm-hmm. I think when you're stuck reading the same sorts of books over and over, when you're hit with something that's so like unique and different, it's really mm-hmm. fun and exciting. And so that's how I felt with this book. I've been sort of striking out this year, but this is definitely a memorable one for sure. And I just loved it. Yeah. Cause I think it was just really fun. Like you didn't, I didn't have any expectations going into it. And I, as I was reading, I didn't really think what was like predicting what was going to happen next that's what made it so fun and enjoyable was just that things kept happening that you were not expecting and it was lighthearted and funny and some serious moments and some emotional moments too but like just it just had a really good pace and just had a really good I guess you could say vibe or energy as you were reading it it was just so good Totally. And I think also like what's interesting about what you're saying, how it's such a mix of like serious topics, but also hilarious topics. It's true. I mean, there was the very serious theme, I guess you would say of date rape in this book. Mm -hmm. And that was almost overshadowed by the humor, but not in a way that felt offensive or at all. It just, it covered what it needed to cover and it dealt with those emotions. Um, And then it sort of, it also sort of dealt with this whole idea of Do people who commit crimes like that, do they deserve empathy? What I found so interesting was the internal monologue that Mehdi dealt with after accidentally killing her, um, the man who tried to sexually assault her, was, you know, he may have been a horrible person, but he didn't deserve to die like that. Um, I can't imagine what she was going through at that moment. And I think that was such an interesting thing to ponder. Like, does someone who does things like that deserve to live I mean (laughs) that's just that's up to personal opinion I guess Mm -hmm. and like it was interesting to see where the other characters stood in all of it um so you know that wasn't something I really expected honestly from this book at all when I picked it up but it was interesting to ponder and yeah I just really liked the book yeah I also I agree with everything you said 100% all right so this book it was a ride I, I don't know if it was somebody on our Instagram who responded to us picking this book for the month saying like how much of a roller coaster it was and they were not wrong <laughs> at, at all. Um, Like where do we even begin? It's Medi accidentally kills her blind date 
after he tries to sexually assault her. And so in order to, you know, save herself from, she didn't know if she went to the authorities, what was going to happen or the police, what was going to happen. So she, understandably. Yeah. Understandably. So, um, and so she takes the body of her blind date back to her house and asks her aunties for help and a wedding gets involved because her family has a whole wedding business. Uh, big aunt, she does all the baking. Second aunt does the makeup. Third aunt, her ma does uh, flowers. And then fourth aunt is entertainment. So they had a wedding to go to the next day. And then they had this dead body on their hands and like what they were going to do. And so it kind of leads into the next day with the wedding. And it just kind of goes on from there. I don't know if you want to pick it up. Cause I'm like, cause like, again, so much happens, but yeah, um, yeah that's where it kind of like goes further. Well, I am curious to hear if you expected the sort of twist that happens in the middle of the book where spoiler alert, of course, as always, um, where you realize that the blind date actually did not die that night in the car, but that he died in the cooler. Um, my personal like reaction to that was, I remember when he died in the car, I was thinking, are, are we sure that she checked his pulse? Like, uh-huh. I don't know if he's actually dead. Like, what are the odds he's about to get up and like do something? Like, I just, I was not convinced that he was dead. I was like, I feel like they, they really should have just called the police. Right. And, but then I did not expect that she would wake up the next morning and realize that he had actually died in the ice cooler that they shoved him in. Like that really just, that, that one threw me for a loop. And then the fact that his dead body was like, like shaped in the, in his face of him screaming like that freaked me out so much but i loved it yeah he had he died a slow and painful death which like (laughs) deserved but um (laughs) i guess that's debatable whether he deserved that but like deserved (laughs) yeah over here hilarious deserved um but yeah i I think I'm trying to think about my thoughts when I was reading this. I'm pretty sure that I was suspect, suspecting that, you know, he may still be alive. Mm-hmm. I was, I just, I'm I always kind of like that. I'm always thinking about that stuff. And, but then I sort of thought, okay, I'm wrong. Cause I just feel like it sort of moved along and I did not expect them to return to that and then realize he was not actually dead that night. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, as we get into the wedding, were introduced to her former uh, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, Nathan. And so we were seeing a couple ta- a couple of like flashback chapters of their relationship when they were in college and when they were dating leading up to finding out that the hotel that the wedding is that they're that the wedding is being held at is I'm pretty sure it was owned by him like he was running it and it was owned and he had like other investors like you know helping with that but he pretty much owned it, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And so she runs into Nathan again. So let's um, talk about Nathan because yeah. rarely in these books, I mean, I didn't really expect this to sort of be a romantic comedy in that way. I didn't expect that specific romance to mm-hmm. bloom in the way it did. But like, and I don't typically get attached to like the male characters in books like this, but I love Nathan. Same. I um, love him yep. and I loved him then and I love him now. <laughs> He's just such a great character. He was really great and like he like he wasn't oh I don't know how to describe it. He was just really good like I don't know. A good person. Yes and like he wasn't like a really like 
he was important, but he wasn't, I don't know, like I said, how to describe it. He was just really great. And yeah. oh my God, yes, I love Nathan. If if I can get my thoughts out at some point, <laughs> I will get them out about Nathan. No. But, I mean, what else is there to say? Like he was just the best. Yeah, he was so, he was wonderful. We we love Nathan on at Book Broads. <laughs> yes. Um, and so as like the wedding goes along, we're introduced to the bride and the bridal party and the maid of honor, Maureen, who is also ends up being very important with that twist mm -hmm. that I uh, did not expect. I thought it was such a good one, though. I loved Ooh. it. It made it so interesting. Yeah, no, I I literally gasped at that at, towards the end. Um, yeah, I I did not expect that whole plot twist. Yeah, but I loved it. It was so good. It was so good. And then um, meanwhile, they're also trying to deal with the dead body, trying to hide it from people at the wedding so that they're not caught. At one point, the dead body gets – or of the blind date gets thrown into the bachelor uh, groom suite where the other uh, – oh, my God. What are their – what is the names of the men that are – Groomsmen? Grooms – yeah, groomsmen? Mm -hmm. Yeah groomsmen they're all drunk from the previous night and just completely out of their minds and so the body gets thrown in with them trying to you know in disguise and so the dead body of the blind date is thrown out into the ceremony and Medi starts freaking out because the aunties had to help hide it it's just a lot of it's just like trying to protect themselves and to make sure they're not getting caught and it's just these crazy funny ridiculous situations that they get in because they're trying to do this it's wild mm -hmm. so talking about maureen the maid of honor best friend of the bride there is a discussion question at the back of the book that is do you think Maureen is a redeemable character? Would you have been able to forgive her if you were in Jacqueline's position? So. <laughs> oh my God, Bailey. I just remembered <laughs> my favorite part of the book. I can't believe I forgot. I literally finished this book a week ago. And I, I loved it. Oh my God. Okay. Jacqueline and Maureen getting together was so good. Like, in real life, there's literally no way that would happen. No. I don't care. I do not care. Like, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I was, like, screaming. I was grinning from cheek to cheek. I was like, yes! I love that there's some gay representation in this book when you least expected it. It was it really, like, when you least expected it. Because the same thing. Like, I was reading it and I was like, this is so bizarre, but I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but it was like, I it, that didn't even cross my mind. Like, oh, this would never happen. Like, nothing like no. that. I was like, love it, love it, love it. Let's go. Because there in this book, there is that suspension of, of disbelief that needs to occur for you to wrap yourself in this story. And it was easy for me, at least personally, to do that. I suspended yeah. my disbelief pretty easily and i just like loved every second i thought that was hilarious that they got together at the end the sapphic representation there i just i thought that was hilarious it was so, so oh my god go ahead well so, so yeah so like the question of do you think maureen is a redeemable character like would i have been able to forgive her if i was in jacqueline's position Pfft, no <laughs> but like i think it's very funny to imagine like what that would be like in real life um mm -hmm. but even outside of that like is Maureen a, a redeemable character? Sure. Because it's a fun book and it's a funny book. Is she a redeemable person in real life? 
Like maybe after she goes to jail, then we'll rediscover. <laughs> we'll re we'll reevaluate. But um, I just thought that was so funny. I completely forgot that happened. But I never totally saw Maureen as such a huge threat. Um, I can mm-hmm. see how that might have been the point. But also, I think there was you were supposed to sort of understand that she is not as um, threatening as one might believe. I mean, she was yeah. really just sort of a lovesick. Um, lost little girl (laughs) and (laughs) she really like was not all that threatening I mean you could tell the aunties were really not scared of her so yeah no exactly and that like I think I was saying before that whole twist was the one that really got me I was like I was not expecting that Um, but I guess for me to answer the question is she a redeemable character I think I'm in the same boat with you Alex that you know this book it's so crazy and so wild like within the story i'm like yes but as a person don't know because she went to great lengths to prove that she was in love with jacqueline and trying to like just get you know get the attention on her and for her and for jacqueline to realize that um like there were other ways to go about it i mean i understand she was like marrying like a really really extremely wealthy guy with an extremely wealthy family so yeah but like i said i'm in the same boat as you alex yeah (laughs) It was hilarious. I just, I thought everything about this book was so fun. And I have been recommending this book like crazy and everyone who's read it has loved it. And I think that is really saying something. It's very universal. And the aunts were hilarious and they were so well-written and I just loved all the characters and how they interacted. And like, I can't say enough great things about this book. I just really enjoyed it. Yes. Same here. And then Nathan and Mehdi end up together in the end. Yep. Which was so great. I was like literally like I had like tears in my eyes. I was like, oh my god. I was so happy. I think I I remember like sitting there in my bed and going, yes, because I just like I loved them and yeah, it was so great. It was just so cute. It was awesome. It was a great, great read. We cannot recommend it enough. Yes. So is it safe to say that we both gave this book five stars? Yes, I gave this five stars. It's definitely one of my favorites of 2021. Added it to that list. So yeah, I loved it. All right, everyone. And now on to our interview with the author of Dial A for Aunties, Jesse Q. Sutanto. We're so excited to be joined by the author herself for this episode. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. I, we're so excited to talk with you. We loved your book. We laughed. We cried. And <laughs> it's just so, it's such a unique book. It's such a fun book. It's so refreshing. And we can't wait to talk with you. So we'll just get into our questions. Um, so the first one that I have is, what was your writing process for the book like? And how did it come to be? Um. So I, I like to write books really fast. Um, so I, it took me less than two months um, to write this book. And wow. it was honestly yeah. the most fun that I've had writing a book. Um, wow. Yeah. So it, it was just the best writing experience ever. That's so fun. Especially were you, I mean, were you in quarantine? Was it mostly written from home or how did it, how, what was that like? Um, no, not yet. That wasn't, we weren't in quarantine yet. Um, but what was 
really weird was that we we went into submissions with like publishers the day that quarantine happened wow um, yeah so um that was kind of yeah it was like a fun escape from you know quarantine sure oh yeah for sure loved it yes so we know the book was largely inspired by your own family what made you decide to tie in the murder mystery aspect so i've been wanting to write a book about my family for a while um but every time i tried to write something you know inspired by them it just came out a little bit too serious like mm-hmm. um right. the the drama was like a little bit too um close to home and i just didn't feel comfortable doing it and then i was like well you know what if i threw in a dead body and <laughs> 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 just totally leaned into it you know um and that worked out really really well i was able to um you know like kind of <laughs> have my family be in it but without yeah. any of like the drama being things that would really um annoy people <laughs> totally yeah that that's so interesting and now that you say that i can totally see how sort of combining those that typical, you know, maybe family resentment while there's still that love there when you combine mm-hmm. that with sort of a fictional story um, in, in the vein of, okay, let's throw in something maybe silly or unrealistic um, to mm-hmm. sort of maybe lighten it up a bit. Um, I could definitely see how um, Maddie was frustrated with her family while loving them at the same time and how those dynamics played into the entire story. So that's so interesting that you say that mm-hmm. because now I'm, I'm seeing that in the bigger picture mm-hmm. for sure. So do I. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. So in that same vein, um, you brilliantly tied in the murder mystery to a romantic comedy. Um, You somehow made it both hilarious and also heart wrenching in so many ways. The book also deals with the very serious topic of date rape. Why and how did you choose to combine all of these things into one book? So I was writing a lot of... um kind of darker, you know, uh, suspense thrillers um, before I started writing Dolly for Aunties. Um, and each time my critique partners would give me the same critique, which is that your characters are too flippant about like murder and death. <laughs> <laughs> and so I like, I had to keep editing the kind of fit, you know, with what, how normal people would react. And um and then, so then with this one, I was like, well, you know, why not just really lean into it and have the main character react, you know, normally, but then the aunties are the ones who are like being very, very flippant about it. Mm-hmm, um, right. And I just, it just came so naturally, like with every scene, I would just think to myself, well, how would, um, how would my mom react and how would my aunts react, you know? And then it would just like flow out like beautifully. And then with like the, the date rape and um, the death of, you know, the blind date, um, I just kind of feel like because I read so much suspense thrillers um, and it's always the female characters that get killed, you know, like, they're just mm-hmm. there to be killed so that the male characters can 
investigate or you know take revenge or whatever and so I, I really wanted to kind of turn that trope um on its head and have a male character who who is literally like fridged um Um, yeah, I think, I think that like to be a woman in this world, um, is to just be like enraged continuously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I just really wanted to show that. Oh yeah. And you showed it perfectly. I totally (laughs) felt that. Yeah. Oh my God. We we definitely agree. And we were also wondering, how do you think that Medi will continue to process the death of her blind date? Do you think that moving forward, it will impact her in a significant way? Or do you think that she got closure? Um, that's such a good question. I, I haven't even thought of that. Um, I think that, so I think that if she was alone and she didn't have her aunts and Nathan around, um, you know, I don't think that she would be able to move forward, but because she has so much support, I I think that um, she will be able to kind of process it with them, with their help. And, uh, but, you know, I feel that if, you know, once you've done something as huge as that, um, that it's always going to forever haunt you. I hope. Uh, I think I would be very disturbed if like anyone is able to kind of just like forget it and move on. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I spent a lot of time too reading this book, thinking about how I would feel, like especially yeah. those the scenes where she's, you know, she wakes up the next morning and she's so horrified by what she's uh-huh. done. I just, yeah. I really felt that. I was sitting there wondering what would I do if I killed someone? (laughs) So it was interesting to put ourselves in her shoes for just a minute. But yeah. So before we wrap things up, we have to know which character was the most fun to write. Uh, (laughs) So I would say uh, Big Ant was the most natural one to write because Mm -hmm. um, I have an aunt who was kind of like big aunt and so it was just so easy for me to like channel her Mm -hmm. um and and like second aunt didn't have much of a personality at first Mm -hmm. and then I realized like oh she's gonna like just do random tai chi and that was so fun to write that was I think that was the most fun because I was like looking up all these tai chi moves and <laughs> they, they really do have like those names like snake creeps through the grass or whatever. oh my gosh that's amazing yeah i love that that's so interesting i mean for each aunt did you like specifically spend a lot of time sort of carving each of them out or did they blend together as you know just one form of hilarity how did that work they were uh it was like I when I was kind of thinking of the the plot, um, all the ants were kind of just vague, blobby, you know, characters without mm-hmm. any personality. And then I I wrote the first scene with them, and I was like, oh my gosh, of course, um, big ant and second ant would have this rivalry, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, Ma and. Uh, fourth aunt would really dislike each other and this is why and it just you know worked together so so beautifully Mm -hmm. 
Yes, it definitely did. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, If you could let our listeners know where to find you online or on social media. Sure. Um, I am on Twitter uh, and my, uh, my Twitter name, unfortunately, is at the writing hippo. I, I really oh, I wish that, that like someone has told me, <laughs> someone told oh, me, you know, it. before, like, I'm going to no, have that's to be so great. It in interviews. No, that's, oh, no, that's very, that's a very <laughs> memorable Twitter name. And now everyone will remember to go follow you. <laughs> Yay. And um, I'm on uh, Instagram as um, Jesse Q. Sotento. Awesome. More professional. Yes, love it. Oh, no, both of them are great. We love them both equally. And then do you have any more projects coming out in the near future that we should look out for? Yeah. uh, Well, next year I have four books coming out. And one of them is um, the sequel to uh, Dolly. Oh, my God. Oh, we're so excited. I know. The title is so great. My editor came out with it. And it's called um, Four Aunties and a Wedding. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, I love it. Love it. Already adding it to my TBR. So Yay. excited. Yeah. Is there anything at all you can tease about that? Have you released any info about it yet? Um. Yeah, it's going to be set in England. So wow, super excited because I I used to live in England, so it was really fun. You know, being able to take uh, the aunties um, to Oxford. So. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I love England and I love Oxford too. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much again for chatting with us. We sh- so appreciate it and we cannot wait to read the sequel. We will be counting down the days for sure. <laughs> thank you so much, Jesse. Thank you. Bye. Oh my gosh. That was such a great interview and Jesse was so sweet and we are so thankful and lucky that she was able to talk to us about her book and the fact that she called all the way uh, called us and talked to us all the way from Indonesia yes Indonesia at 8 a.m her time we're it's so like, grateful that she took the time. blown away and yeah. we are so happy that we were able to talk to her yeah and we hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did I am going to be running to pick up that sequel. So once that one comes out, I think we should cover it on the podcast. What do you think? Oh, we will be because I need to know what happens when the aunties go to London. I'm assuming it's to meet Nathan's family. Oh, my God. I I already know I'm going to be laughing out loud. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. Love it. We can't wait. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Book Broads Podcast and to subscribe and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to tune in to our next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.